Welcome to my homestead, y'all. I'm your host, Jenny Veliki, also known as the Funky Farm Girl. I'm working to create a home with a little farm, a little faith, a lot of food, and a bit of funky. I'm learning all about growing and preserving our food supply, raising chickens and children, and becoming more self-sufficient while leaning hard on Jesus. And I want to take you along for the ride. So grab yourself a cup of something wonderful, and let's visit a while. This is the Funky Farm Girl podcast, and I'm your host, Jenny Veliki. Welcome back. Today we are on episode 60 um, and the beginning of the Homestead Essential Oil series. We're going to be starting today in the garden. So I want to give you the lowdown on all the ways that I use essential oils in my gardening. But before we get into that, let's talk about what's happening on the homestead this week. So this week, if you follow me on Instagram, you saw that um, I have pulled my cucumbers. As much as I did not want to, as much as I love pickles, and I love growing my own cucumbers to make pickles, um, unfortunately, I had a fungus that came through my vines and just worked really quickly. I tried to prune back the part that was affected on Saturday and just within a couple days it had completely overtaken the rest of the vine so I had to go ahead and pull it. I was able to harvest what was left of the cucumbers on there and even the little bitty ones that were on there. I'm hopeful that I can make a sweet gherkin pickle out of those Um, but I am going to be replacing those vines with some tomato plants that have volunteered in different places of my garden. I have a couple extra in the main garden and a few in the pumpkin patch that I need to move out of the way so that I can plant the pumpkins this week. So um, that's what's happening on the homestead. We also have flowers blooming finally. We have our first sunflower open this week. We've had some zinnias come up and we're just about to get some marigolds. The nasturtiums are in full bloom. So it's been really fun to go through the garden and see the flowers and see the beauty and also pick a few and bring them inside and have that color and fragrance and things in the house as well. So let's get started on today's episode, Essential Homestead Essential Oil Series in the Garden. So why are we doing a Homestead Oils Series? Well, first of all, if you know anything about me, you know that the Funky Farm Girl is natural and I have a clean, non-toxic type lifestyle. I'm really um, aware of what we use to clean, what we put on our bodies, what kinds of food we eat, um, perfumes, candles, scented things, all that kind of stuff. You know that that's important to me um, and that I tend to be as natural as I can be with all of those things. And essential oils really supports that goal in doing that. Um, 
and again, I use them for body care. I use them for cleaners. We use essential oils medicinally for a lot of different um, things that we have challenges with, um, with our health or just with coping with stress and daily life and those kinds of things. And um, girls being sick or moody or whatever. Um, so I But I feel like there's a lot of information out there for that kind of thing. So I don't feel it necessary to go over all of that with you again and just add my voice to the sea of of voices out there talking about how to use essential oils in those ways. And so what I want to do instead is to focus on how do we use essential oils in our homestead life how do we use them in our garden how do we use them um, in around our chickens Um, what kinds of things do I do um, to help with um, having the energy and the stamina and and all those kinds of things with with the homestead Uh, how do essential oils help me do that um How do we get rid of animal smells and all those kinds of things? So I want to take the next two episodes today and next week to talk about this. Today we're going to focus on the garden and next week we will focus on chicken keeping with essential oils. So I hope this is really helpful to you. I'd love to hear from you um, what you gained from this episode, what questions you have that maybe you'd like me to cover in next week's episode so um as always you can email me jenny at the that's j-e-n-n-y at the so i want to make a small caveat here at the beginning so that a qualifier so to speak so that you know where i'm coming from i know that for most of you When someone says they're going to talk about essential oils, um, if you're like I used to be, you may say, ooh, here comes the sales pitch. Most people out there who are talking about essential oils are financially invested in their oils. They're buying a lot of oils. They're um, helping to bring in more customers to the to the company that they are partnered with um, and they receive commissions off the things that those customers buy and that is a great option for people who want to try to make that into a business who want to maybe that's their ministry is to help hurting people I know several wonderful women who are Um, very invested in essential oils as their business because they really do want to help people get better however I don't feel like that's the right fit for me and so I want to make sure that everybody knows from the very beginning and I'll say this again next week I am not brand loyal to a specific oil company okay I have very high standards about who I buy from. I want to make sure that they have 100% pure therapeutic grade oils. 
I'm looking at the GCMS testing on their oils. And if they don't have GCMS test results available, I won't even buy from them. So, that being said, um, I've done a lot of research and I've, I've done a lot of reading and digging. And I think one of the best things that I've found online that, that tells what the current um, best oil companies to buy from is a blog post by Essential Oil Haven. I will put that blog post in the show notes, but she breaks down the 10 best companies to buy oils from in 2021. So if you want the most current up-to-date information, you can go there. And then if there's a company that you don't see on there that you're wondering about, you can put it in the search bar and um, very likely she will have a review of that company where she just gives you really honest feedback um, she doesn't is not affiliated with any of these specific ones as far as um, as far as being like a consultant for any of those um, but she is not specifically loyal to just one company um, so she will give you the ins and outs, the pros and cons of each and every one of these 10 companies so that you can make the decision that's best for you. Um, once I looked at that list, um, here are the ones that I came up with that I tend to purchase from um, the most regularly. Um, number one is Young Living. Like I said, I'm not doing this as a business however I am a distributor I'm able to get product uh, I'm a customer that has signed up with them and bought the starter kit and that was really how I got started because at the time that was the best way to do it it was made the most economical sense and um, I was able to get a great deal of of education and training the person that you sign up under really does make a difference when it comes to that so make sure that you sign up under someone who can give you all the education and training that you need um, but at the same time don't feel the obligation to make it a business if that's not who you are um, they do have a very very high quality oil I would say that um, they have the best oils in the business however I don't feel like that they have the only good quality oils I feel like there's maybe the highest quality but it, they're not the only ones with a quality oil out there um, I tend to think of it in terms of maybe the beef industry I like to eat a good steak I know that the very, very best steak that I could possibly get would be an organic, grass-fed, local beef. I know that. However, my budget doesn't allow me to eat organic, grass-fed, locally raised beef on a regular basis. I can't eat that daily. My budget won't allow for it. And so in the same way... I know that the products from Young Living are really, really great products, but they're also um, not the only ones out there that have a good quality. And for my budget, it's something that I will use for specific things. 
but in general, they're going to be a little higher price point than I am able to afford. And y'all know how I am. I say, start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. And what I can do is a whole lot more if I stretch that budget and go with some of these other companies that um, have a little lower price point, but still um, have a good quality oil. Um, maybe not the absolute pristine best, but still a very good pure therapeutic oil. And so with that being said, uh, let me tell you about some of the other companies that I work with um, as far as purchasing oils. Um, Eden's Garden is a great option. Uh, they have a lot of different oils. They have an excellent CBD line. Um, Plant Therapy has lots of oils. They also have a CBD line and they have some um, home and body care products to help kind of round out what you're doing. Um, Revive is a great basic oil company. If you are like budget budget and you don't care about pretty packaging and you just want good quality oils and stretch your dollar the furthest, Revive is the way to go. Plant Therapy, I love their packaging. I love the way they present things. I love that, you know, like in your birthday month, you get a free oil and stuff like that. Revive is a bare bones basic company. But if what you want is to be able to buy as many oils as possible with your limited budget, that's the ticket for you right there is Revive. Um, another company that is not on her top 10 list but only because of the way they operate, not necessarily because um, it's an essential oils company. She says that it's it's like comparing apples to oranges. Is a subscription box called Simply Earth, and Simply Earth um, is another great company. She does have a review of them on her website. So if you go to Essential Oil Haven um, and Google. Um, search for Simply Earth on there, you'll find her review of it. Um, and they are a subscription box company where they're going to send you four oils and then the things that you need to create recipes with those four oils. And it could be anything from lip balm to a floating candle to bug spray to um, a roller blend, um, a diffuser blend for your diffuser, all kinds of different things like that. Um, to really not only give you good quality oils at a great price, but to also show you how to use them in a fun way. Um, and they have a great little community on Facebook too. So um, they have online courses and stuff like that. So that's another one that I'm enjoying right now as well. There were some others on her list that I don't have personal experience with, but I really feel like are worth mentioning. People like doTERRA and Rocky Mountain Herbs. These are really great companies. Um, they're very high quality oils. They just personally I don't have any experience with them so I can't vouch for them myself. Um, but I know they are highly recommended by a lot of other people including this article. So again I'll put the link to the article in the show notes and with all of that introduction and our little disclaimer there at the beginning Let's talk about some essential oils on the homestead, shall we? This week we are in the garden and I want to start out with what I call my garden spray. 
this is a spray that I will go out and use whenever I see a problem going on whether it's something like this fungus that I had or whether it's something like squash bugs or Japanese beetles um, anything like that even if you just have like a bunch of gnats out there go out there and spray this um, honestly if you take out the peppermint just it's it's great just as is um, to help make your plants um, just healthier uh, it's a great little boost to your plants once a week um, but basically what you're gonna do is you're going to use the thieves cleaner from young living I love this stuff I use it for a lot of different things it's on my very short list of things that I will continue to buy from young living I will put the money into it because it is very much worth the money the little thieves cleaner bottle is about 32 ounces and you only need like a capful at a time for whatever it is you're doing um, it is a great antibacterial cleaner um, that is very very safe um, even if you drink it it will just say to ingest a lot of water to flush it out um, so it is very very safe safe to use around kids safe to use around pets and safe to use on your plants so what we're going to do in this instance is we're going to take a 16 ounce spray bottle we're going to put a capful of the thieves cleaner in it and three drops of peppermint oil and then we're going to fill it with water and shake it real good then you're going to go out and you're going to spray this really well all over whatever the affected area is wherever you have pests wherever you have a fungus or like powdery mildew and that kind of thing um, you can put this on there and let it stay um, and then you reapply every five to seven days as needed um, unless you have a heavy rain then you want to go back out there and reapply it right away and I have had a lot of success with using that and my plants are still organic because I'm not using crazy pesticides and chemicals on them okay the second thing that I use as far as gardening goes and this one it's kind of technically a gardening thing I have um, a succulent that grows along the front side of my flower bed but I also my daughter Gracie has a room full of succulents in her bedroom and so this is a spray that I make up for her quite frequently and she uses it on her plants and I can also if needed use it on the succulent outside but really this is for your indoor succulent and probably for any indoor plant that where you would get those little gnats and things that come around them and are kind of annoying to deal with so you're going to have again a 16 ounce bottle of water and you're going to put five drops of lavender and five drops of lemongrass and then fill it up with the water shake it real good mist your plant really thoroughly with that once a week um, Gracie has enough plants in her room that she goes through that entire bottle misting all her plants really well um, and that just really will keep them healthy and vital and um, will just keep those little gnats and things like that away so then the next thing that I want to tell you about 
is my garden basket. I have a basket that I keep all of my little tools and things in that I use on a regular basis. Now it doesn't have everything in it, but I keep my hori hori knife in there. I keep my handheld Dutch hoe that I talked about last time. Um, I also keep in there um, some twist tie. I have a big roll of the twist tie that I can pull off how much I need and snap it so that I have whatever amount I need. I have a pair of spring-loaded scissors that are more like little baby hedge clipper type things um, that you can just squeeze with your hand and cut that I use to trim different things. I have my little thumb knife in there that I use to de-head um, the chamomile and things like that. And I have a couple roller bottles. And in these roller bottles, I have three specific things that really, really help me in my garden. The first one is a bug off blend. This bug off has three drops each of citronella, lemongrass, and peppermint oils. And then you top it off with fractionated coconut oil. And you're going to do that in a 10 mil roller bottle. So the, the larger size roller bottle. Um, I use that on my pulse points, on my hands. I can also put it like right at my hairline. Um, and it keeps the bugs off of me while I'm out in the garden. So I'll put it like right around my ankles and on my wrists. And um, on right at the top of my hairline. Um, I have to be very careful not to like rub sweat down into my eye. Uh, that could be a bad situation. Um, but for the most part, um, it works really well to one, keep the gnats out of my face and keep the other bugs away from me while I'm working out in the garden. So first roller ball blend that I have in my garden basket is the bug off. The second one is a peppermint roller ball bottle. And basically this is just, you know, about five drops of peppermint in a 10 mil um, roller bottle capped off with um, a carrier oil of your choice. I tend to use fractionated coconut oil or almond oil most of the time. Um, this roller ball will help you stay cool when it's super hot outside. Um, it is very, very cooling on your neck because when your um, vasodilators begin to open up and you begin to sweat and cool off, um, the peppermint is activated by those and then it begins to cool you down. Um, super awesome oil for staying cool outside. I put it right along the back of my neck from the base of my skull down to um, the top of my spine. So, um, just all along the back of my neck. And that helps keep me cool while I work. And bugs don't like the smell. So that, again, is going to keep the bugs away from your, your ears and your face. And the third roller bottle that I keep in my garden basket is lavender. Again, I do about five drops in a 10 mil roller bottle with some carrier oil. Um, this is an excellent thing to have for um, minor cuts and scrapes that you might have when you're out in the garden and you 
scratch yourself or you cut yourself or whatever uh, you can get that out and roll that on there and um, kind of start to help the healing process with that it's also really really good if you get skin irritation from say working with cucumber vines or squash vines they're they're very prickly and you can get like a little mild what looks like a rash but it's really just skin irritation um, I also get that kind of rash working with strawberry plants and so this is really good to roll on that area to help calm down that that irritation um, in my skin when I'm working with those types of plants so again in my garden basket we've got bug off we've got peppermint and we have lavender and those are super essential for me in my garden next up we talked about weeds last week and how to deal with them and how to keep on top of them and minimize them and then what to do when you do have them if you have weeds that you really need to spray this spray is what you need to have you're going to take another 16 ounce spray bottle and you're going to put 10 drops of lemongrass oil and then fill it up with white vinegar shake it up real good and go spray that wherever it is you have things that you need to kill um, right now i have some um, yellow dock and some wormwood in my chicken run and they're an undesirable plant my chickens um, really don't need to be eating them and really have avoided them but they're growing quite large because they're they're not being um, eaten down but they would also make my chicken sick so I'm gonna go out there and spray those down give them some chance to dry up and die a little bit and then I'm gonna go in there and dig those out and get them out of my garden so if you have um, any kind of weeds that you have a tough time with and you have um, maybe an issue with pulling them out uh, I had a friend of mine that was asking me about a prickly vine that he has grown on his property this may be something that would work for that uh, it would be something that I would be willing to try before I used a chemical on it so again 10 drops of lemongrass in a 16 ounce bottle and then top it off with white vinegar and shake it real good go out there and spray it down and um, it'll start to kill that plant uh, you may have to reapply a few times but um, still better than using commercial pesticides so then once you're done with all your work you got to go inside you got to clean yourself up and you got to get your veggies and your your harvest clean so how do we do that number one we've got to wash our hands and get ourselves cleaned up and my favorite thing for that is the gardener's hand scrub this is something that you can find on science of essentials over on instagram holly over at science of essentials is amazing she is a nurse who also is a licensed aromatherapist she loves the science and chemistry of essential oils and she will explain to you all the different biological processes and scientific chemical reactions and things that happen in your body when you use essential oils 
So if you want to know if essential oils are really scientifically um, valid, you can go and check her out. Uh, That's Science of Essentials over on Instagram. She is also a fellow homesteader. So I love that she has all these things and then she's also um, showing her working out on the farm and playing with her sheep and that kind of thing. So really fun account to follow but she has a gardener's hand scrub and I will put a link to that post in the show notes so that you have a written recipe of this one because it is a little bit more involved than putting a couple drops in a carrier oil. So first you're going to take a quarter cup each of Castile soap and melted coconut oil. Now for this one, you can use the coconut oil like you would cook with. Uh, You just need to melt it down um, so that you can mix it with the other ingredients. So a quarter cup each of the Castile soap and melted coconut oil. And then you're going to add five drops each of lavender, lemon, and peppermint. So the LLP as I like to call it lavender lemon and peppermint that is a powerhouse combination right there so you do five drops each of those and then you're going to add 12 drops of the lemongrass and that's really going to work as like a good degreaser and things on your hands this is a great scrub for um, my husband works on cars it's a great scrub to get that grime off Um, all kinds of different yuck that you're going to deal with um, on a homestead or in a garden um, this will help take care of that quite well so once you have that and you combine all that then you're going to add a cup of sugar and a half a cup of epsom salt mix it all together i have this in a little glass jar with the hinge top lid um, in my bathroom between mine and my husband's sinks because we both need this um, quite often this is a very very good exfoliant it's going to scrub and get all in there and get all the stuff out from under your nails and off of your hands but it's also going to leave your hands feeling really soft smelling nice uh, and it's going to get rid of all that grime and grit and grossness from being out in the garden or from working um, with your animals outside so the gardener's scrub gardener's hand scrub um also pretty good for farm feet to be quite honest with you so give that one a try for sure you can find the link to it in the show notes so then once we get our hands clean we're ready to wash our produce um, all the things that we've harvested from the garden and this is by far one of my favorite things to use again we're going to use the thieves cleaner Um, it's wonderful for this type of thing Um, i have a salad spinner and so whatever it is that i have that i need to wash i will throw into that salad spinner and um, i will put about a half a cap full or so of the thieves cleaner over top of it and then um fill it about halfway with cold water and I agitate it and you can literally you can see it suds a little and you can see all the grossness just coming off of your um your vegetables or your herbs or whatever it is that you're bringing in um 
I've been quite floored how much this thieves cleaner will take off of my produce um, once I bring it in from the garden. So um, agitate it good, get it nice and clean, um, and then I can lift out the little strainer of my um, salad spinner and dump out the water underneath. And then I'll usually put a little bit more water in there and kind of rinse it and then just a little bit into the bowl, put the lid on it, spin it, and then it, it's good and clean and I can use it for whatever it is that I need to use it for. So we have washed our hands, we've washed our produce, and now if you're like me, maybe you go outside to do one little thing in the garden and you get a little carried away and you end up outside all afternoon on one of the hottest days of the month in a racerback tank top and then you come in and you have some major sunburn to deal with so when we've spent too much time in the garden with not enough sunscreen we can use an after sun spray and this really does help with sunburn so even if you aren't out in your garden all day if your kids spend too long at the pool or if you're out at the lake and you spend a little bit too much time there if you're having fun over the fourth of july and you lose track of time and you're not wearing sunscreen this is what you need to have so the after sun spray uh, will go into a four ounce glass spray bottle uh, you don't ever want to put essential oils into plastic because it will erode the plastic and release uh, the BPAs and other chemicals that can be in that plastic into your blend and you're working really hard to make sure that your oils and your carriers and all that are pure and just the best that they can be so so go the one extra step and make sure that you put them into um, a glass container so a four ounce glass spray bottle um, you're going to need one to two tablespoons of aloe vera gel um, you could use a piece of aloe vera from a plant if you wanted to and cut the skin and just scrape the inside and do that until you get the equivalent of one to two tablespoons um, or you can purchase aloe vera gel at the store you're going to want to look for something with very simple ingredients. The fewer ingredients, the better. You want to make sure that aloe vera is the first ingredient. And you want to make sure that there's no color to it. Because pure aloe vera gel is going to be either white or clear. It is not going to be blue or green or any other color. So make sure that you get the good stuff for this. Start with one tablespoon. You can go up to two. Um, but the more that you add... It, it may become a little bit sticky when you go to spray it so maybe start with one see how you like it and then if you like you can add a little bit more to it if you need it so then once you have the aloe vera gel one to two tablespoons you are going to add 10 drops each of lavender and peppermint and then you're going to add a quarter cup of witch hazel now again, we want to make sure that we get the right kind of witch hazel. You want pure witch hazel with no other ingredients. You don't want moisturizing witch hazel or anti-aging witch hazel or any of the other 
endless varieties of witch hazel that are out there. Just make sure that it's pure witch hazel with no other ingredients. So you're going to add that quarter cup of witch hazel to your bottle and then you're going to seal it and shake it really well to really incorporate that aloe vera gel. It's going to want to stick to the side of the bottle and you're going to need to agitate it real good and shake it to make sure that everything's fully incorporated and mixed. Then once you have that done, you can open it back up and you're going to add another quarter cup of the witch hazel. If you add it all at once, it's going to be super full and it's not going to agitate real well. So add half of it in, agitate it real well, get it good and mixed up, and then add in the other quarter cup and you can kind of shake it a little bit to mix in the additional witch hazel. Then you're going to shake it before use and spray it on the affected area and let it soak in. Um, and it's such a relieving gel, uh, a relieving spray. You can also, if you want to have an extra cooling effect, you can keep this in the fridge. Uh, however, you don't have to. You can leave it like in your bathroom, in your pool bag, something like that. So now we've made our trip to the garden and we've used essential oils all along the way. I really hope that this helps you to see how you can incorporate essential oils into your time in the garden. Again, if you have any questions or feedback, please let me know. I'd love to talk to you about your specific questions or um, things that you've learned from this episode. And next week, we will talk about essential oils and chickens. So, stay tuned and I'll see you then. Thanks for stopping by, y'all. If you're inspired by what you've heard today, the best compliment you can give me is to share the Funky Farm Girl with your friends. You can stay connected by following the Funky Farm Girl on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Until we meet again next week, remember to bloom where you're planted. Bye.